Well, friends, welcome back to the podcast. It is a great joy for us to have conversations that we bring to you on anything about the intersection of the spiritual and the practical, but how you can live and lead right side up in an upside down world. Friends, it is a challenge to lead well today. At Stay Forth, we call our coaches and even our experienced curators mountain guides for the leadership journey. Many leaders have invited us into this journey. We love coming alongside and coaching leaders in their leadership to be able to clarify what is overwhelming, what is hard, what is challenging, where do you feel stuck, and how do you go to the next level in your leadership? We want to be on the journey with you. We also love going away and hosting experiences where you can get out of your email inbox, get out of the challenges, the whirlwind, the expectations that you feel each day. Whether you are a stay-at-home dad, a CEO, a music artist, a collaborator of beautiful transformation in the world, a nonprofit leader, you name it. If you have influence, we want to come alongside of you in your journey to be a kingdom leader that lives and leads out of your unique design. You don't have to burn out, flame out, have a moral failure, or live at the risk of your own soul if you are living and leading. Friends, we want to be in the trenches with you. We want to go deeper than these conversations. We've got a couple opportunities for you. The first is our Right Side Up community over on Facebook. We're having great conversations break out there about health and impact. The second is called Tuesday Tune-Up. It's also free. It'll take about five minutes to read through, and it's one practical leadership tweak you can make each week. Friends, this is really good stuff. A lot of this we're getting from our coaching conversations conversations that we're having as a team that we just want to share with you. Friends, your leadership matters too much. If you steward that well, many others around you can grow to their capacity. If you don't steward that well, we see the issues that come up with that, and it can be so dangerous. We just want to remind you, your life and leadership matter too much to lead alone. Don't lead in isolation. We're going to continue to have conversations about health and leadership here, about longevity, sustainability how to live and lead well and with excellence and lead for the long haul. But these conversations alone are not enough. Join the Right Side Up community where you can uh, get to know other leaders each week, be working on your leadership through Tuesday Tune-Up. You can go to TuesdayTuneUp.com or find info in the show notes. You can head over to the Right Side Up community on Facebook or find the link in the show notes. Your leadership matters too much. Don't lead isolated We are with you for the journey. Friends, it's a great privilege to have these conversations with you. We don't take these lightly. We'll continue to drop these episodes each Tuesday and Thursday. And now, on to the podcast. If you know me or you've ever been on a team that I am on or that I lead, you know two things are true. First of all, I hate wasting other people's time. I think it's one of the greatest insults we can throw in someone's face is to waste their time. I particularly hate leaders and teams who waste time through poor meetings. That's what we're going to talk about. But the second thing that you may or may not know about me is that I believe clarity is crucial, not just as a coach, not just as a boss, not just as an employee, but just to friends, to anyone you are going to gather with, clarity is kind, as they say. So we are going to talk about how to not waste other people's time, how to be clear, 
and in doing that, how to redesign our meetings together as a team. This is a short episode, but one that I believe is so crucial right now. Teams all across the country have been interrupted and disrupted by COVID. What that means is that we are reinventing, reimagining, and redesigning how we do life and leadership. One of the things we desperately need to redesign right now is how we meet as teams. Now, you may be saying, this is how we meet as individuals and friends and families across the country, and that is true. We hung out with people over Zoom. My kids have playdates over FaceTime. Decentralized teams are trying to figure out how do we stay decentralized. Many of you will not go back into offices that you previously went to five days a week. This is an exciting time with new possibilities, but this is a chaotic time and it needs clarity right now. So let me speak specifically to you. If you are a leader who convenes meetings, I believe you have a responsibility to lead clear meetings right now, a responsibility to lead good meetings, fruitful meetings, productive meetings, which means that one of the worst things that you can do right now is to lead meetings that suck. Don't lead meetings that suck. In fact, quite the opposite, lead productive meetings where people say, man, we got a lot done in a short amount of time. And I do believe that's possible. I want to focus on three areas to move our meetings from a waste of people's time that equals an insult to a productive, fruitful use of people's time, which equals value in your friends, in other leaders, with your team, or with your organization as a whole. The first thing we need to do is we need to host clear meetings. Host clear meetings. What do you mean by that? Well, we need to ask clear questions ahead of time. I believe that if we expect an answer to particular questions during the meeting, we need to ask those clearly ahead of time. Be clear. What questions are we coming in the room to answer? Maybe you throw three or four questions out. You ask them to be prepared. That's also going to save you time. That's going to gain you momentum along the way. Friends, I believe we can either process during a meeting or we can make decisions but I believe we can rarely do both. A meeting can either process, be one like a whiteboard session, and we'll say, hey, here's the question. What ideas do you have? You come in and we talk about ideas, or we are going to make these decisions. What do you believe is the right decision here? We're going to accomplish a whole lot more. Both kinds of meetings are okay. They require different questions. The second, clearly tell people the purpose. Why are we actually gathering together? Now, if this meeting was one that you've just done over the years, you need to redefine it or you need to kill that meeting. Maybe kill it for a while and see what regrows in its place. Clearly tell the purpose. I believe that if somebody is using their precious time, especially your team's precious time, maybe they're taking time away from their family, maybe they're even getting childcare for this meeting, you need to tell them the purpose and tell them very clearly. What is the aim of this meeting? What are we hoping to get from this meeting. If we can't share that, we need to work a little harder on that. We need to clarify it or we need to cancel the meeting. A third way to bring clarity is to send a clear agenda out. Now, this may seem like a no-brainer for your company. This may feel, I don't know, too corporate for your team, your company, your nonprofit, your volunteer team, your small group, whatever that is. But sending a clear agenda out, there are a few people in the world who like to live with more chaos, with more spontaneity. Friends, if that's you, know that you are the rarity here. 
Most people want clarity. They know what to expect coming in. So they feel confident. So they're ready to bring them their whole selves. And otherwise they would shrink back, not share. And that's not good for anybody. You end up with a few people who share, or let's be real, overshare because they are nervous or anxious that other people aren't talking. So how do we host clear meetings? We ask clear questions ahead of time. We clearly tell people the purpose and we send out a clear agenda. If you do those three things, you will create clarity for the meeting. And of course, you clearly express when it begins. You clearly express when it ends. No more of those could be 30-minute meetings, could be three-hour meetings. We've all had those that run extremely late. We feel devalued. That's not helpful for you. That's not helpful for the team. And that's not even fair to you or your family. The second way we need to change, we need to redesign, we need to reinvent meetings is we need to host less meetings. Yes, friends, we need to host less meetings. Think about it. The less meetings you have, the more special they become. Maybe you had a meeting that was every week. You need to move it to every other week. You need to move it to once a month. And you think we can accomplish more through less. With greater clarity, we can have less meetings. Now, one of the reasons I believe we have meetings is because just we've always had meetings. That's just what we do. Many meetings can actually be an email and you could eliminate a meeting. Many could be a Marco Polo video thread sent to each other on a particular idea, which actually could serve the team better and be more in real time. It could be texts. It could be emails. However, your team communicates voice memos, but actually work harder to have less meetings. This gives your people more time to actually focus on the deep work of their job, to focus on what they were hired to do, the problems they were hired to solve, the value that they bring, the transformation that their role yields in the world. Friends, work hard to have less meetings. If you do, you're not only doing people a favor, you're creating more space and opportunity for people to create new and beautiful things. So with that, I want to give a special asterisk. If you are leading Zoom meetings, you especially need to have less meetings. And it'll also involve the next point, the third point I'm going to bring. But it's so crucial to know that on video, I think we're working one and a half times as hard. And so if we are going to have the same amount of meetings and just transfer them to Zoom, we are going to create more overwhelm than we did in the room. There's just something about the computer. We have to work harder. I think one and a half times as hard to lean in, sometimes two times as hard to lean in. We kind of interrupt each other. Then there's a lag. And so I believe if we'd taken all our in-person meetings pre-COVID into COVID in this post-COVID era we are heading into, we are actually going to have less meetings. Again, how do we do this? Number one, we host clear meetings. Number two, we host less meetings. And number three, we host shorter meetings meetings. Yes, I believe we need to host shorter meetings. Who said 60 minutes is the magic meeting time? I think most meetings can be done in 20, maybe 30 minutes. Our team at Stay Forth, who we're going to bring here onto the podcast, we're going to talk about with our leadership team, how do we solve problems together? How do we work together to lead our coaching network and our ecosystem at Stay Forth? We have some very specific things that we do to have less meetings and to have shorter meetings. I believe the meetings that you had, you can cut them in half. You can work harder to actually accomplish more during that time. And the wheel goes around and around. If the meetings are clear, then you'll need less of them and they will be shorter. 
If you are not clear, you don't know why the meeting exists, then you're going to have more meetings. You're just going to keep throwing a culture of meetings at your team out of insecurity. Then you are going to host longer meetings because you don't actually know why you're there. I can't encourage you enough to have questions ahead of time and the expectations ahead of time come ready to answer blank. If they come with their answer, you're not processing with everyone and they haven't wasted people's time. Maybe they spent hours thinking about that. They come to deliver their answer. Why do I care so much about this? Number one, I care about your teams and your effectiveness. If we are gathering for meetings, they need to be effective. They need to create value. They need to create meaning in the world. And let's be real, most of our meetings do not. If we look at it overall, most people dread meetings. I have to step into this meeting. When was the last time you got excited heading into a meeting? We're going to solve this problem, take on this big gorilla, do this thing together. And on the other side of it, we are going to know more. Many of my meetings these days are 10 or 15 minutes. We check in, have a little bit of how are you doing time? And then we say, well, here was the thing we discussed ahead of time. We were going to talk about what are your thoughts on it? Here are my thoughts. I've had several of those. Clear is kind in this way. But the last reason, my big why behind this is friends, meetings are burning people out and bad meetings, especially are burning people out. The amount of meetings unclear meetings that we don't know why we're in them, create a cynicism and a skepticism inside of us. They create boredom. Meanwhile, we're texting on our phone. Meanwhile, we're not engaged at all in the process. And that's not good for anybody. If we are going to be in different places, not in the same room, we are going to have to be sharper about our meetings. We cannot afford to continue burning our people out by meetings that just don't make sense. Those three things again, friends, so that you can work to a culture where your meetings are helpful to the culture, not hurtful, and you're refreshing, even replenishing your people so they can create better things, not burning them out on the wrong kinds of meetings. We're going to need to host clear meetings, host less meetings, and host shorter meetings. I hope this was a helpful podcast to you guys, a helpful episode. Share this with someone else. But most of all, ask yourself those questions. How can I be more clear in the meetings that I host? How can I host less meetings and therefore have more effective meetings? And then how can I host shorter meetings? How short can I make that meeting to do its intended purpose. Friends, we'll catch you next time on the episode of the podcast that comes up. Uh, We've got all kinds of new ideas for the fall. We're going to be jumping around with all kinds of great guests coming on. We want to continue to offer you practical content because we are crazy enough to believe you can live and lead for the long haul without losing your soul.